I mean, I think, you know, obviously Patagonia is probably one of the, the, the most top of mind brands that, that is a kind of poster child for sustainability and, and how they think through creating, creating products that last, creating products that people don't have to continue to buy over and over again, that have a, like a lifetime warranty uh, associated with them that source and, and think through supply chain issues. Uh, You're listening to the Marketing Millennials Podcast. I'm Emily Ferguson. And I'm Daniel Murray. Get ready, because we're taking you on a journey with today's marketing leaders and tomorrow's top stars. Let's go! No BS, just a fun, unfiltered industry conversation with the game changers behind some of the coolest companies from around the globe. The one request we tell our guests. Stories or didn't happen. A big welcome to our marketing fans. Prepare to turn the f- up. On this episode of the Marketing Millennials, I'm joined with Dane Baker, the founder of EcoCard, a Shopify plugin that allows brands to give their customer an eco-friendly option. We talk about how to make your brand more environmentally sustainable. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Dane, welcome to the show. Daniel, thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, it's been a crazy journey because we met at USD when we were both in the entrepreneurship club. And now like you're an entrepreneur, which is awesome to see and have this cool company. But I want to get into your journey and how you started EcoCard and how it started from like an idea to where it is today. Absolutely. Yeah. Happy to chat. Cool. So how did you get started at this? Like, where did it the idea come from and how did you get into it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So as far as kind of my my background goes, I always kind of had the entrepreneurial spirit, so to speak. So I've started a few businesses in the past and the most recent was uh, with my current co-founder. So we've actually been working together for a while. It was uh, it was an online peer-to-peer rental marketplace business. So I think like Airbnb, but for, you know, renting someone's surfboard, snowboard, kayak, drone, et cetera. And we built the business really because we thought that renting in contrast to consumption was a greater benefit for the environment, especially these high plastic items like kayaks and surfboards. Ultimately, as we scaled, it just became incredibly complicated and expensive to maintain this sustainability rigor and ethos. And I mean, we tried everything. We tried to buy offsets ourselves. We tried to hire consultants to audit our business processes and operations. Everything was very complicated and, and very expensive. And so realized that you know there was this big gap in the market. There was this need. And so then really that kind of kickstarted the idea for EcoCart. Once we had the idea and once we realized there was this need, what actually happened is I, I flew to CES. And I just kind of just went booth to booth asking people if they were if they were interested in this type of solution that we had. And, and really the whole idea behind EcoCart is really to tie a specific uh, e-commerce order to a carbon footprint and be able to calculate that specific carbon footprint of any e-commerce order at the point of purchase and then offer the shopper to add a few extra cents to make their order carbon neutral. And so this was really the kind of the idea, the genesis of this came across really because of our time with, with Toy Room. Um, but then ultimately, we, we also stumbled across carbon offsets as really this great way to, to mitigate the unavoidable carbon footprint of e-commerce orders. There's a ton of you know, carbon footprint that comes along with both shipping and manufacturing uh, items and, and orders. And that's really what we're trying to solve. And so that's kind of how EcoCart got started. I flew to CES. I went booth to booth asking people if they were interested in this idea. Ultimately got a ton of demand. And then that's when I knew we were sort of onto something. And so then we kind of flew back home and then started to build the product. These people that I were talking to at CES, they all thought that I already had the product built and that they were looking to just 
buy it on, on the spot. So kind of had to just go back and just rapid build the product and get up and running. And then that's what we did. And it's been about, um, it's been about a year and a half now since we launched and we have about 400 brands using EcoCart today. That's awesome. And I, I love the, the fact that you, you built the brand from like a current pain point that you were experiencing. And also that you, you did like the, the market research before. Cause I think a lot of companies, but they go into it and they, they assume like, this is a problem that people are having. They assume that like, yeah, people are having problem that they want their orders eco-friendly and businesses want to make their orders eco-friendly, but they don't, they don't like, go test the market and say, Hey, are you interested in this? Like, have you got this need? But I'm also interested in what is like the lift that people are seeing from like making like their cards eco-friendly, like what, like what type of audiences is attracting and like, how has it helped companies like grow their like conversions? Absolutely. You, you hit on a really important point and uh, it really comes down to what, what, what is the true value proposition of, of using a, uh, an initiative like EcoCart? And, you know, there's a few, the most obvious and immediate is that it, it's the kind of quickest and most, you know, simple and cost-effective. It's actually free um, way to, to become a, a sustainable brand and to deliver a sustainable shopping experience to your customers. And, you know, not only does that help you kind of execute on your goal, on your sustainability goals and objectives for the year, but it also is just a fantastic way to, to um, boost brand value. And all of that translates down to uh, what you mentioned is a boosting cart conversion rates. And so what we're seeing on average across our 400 brands is about a 10% lift in cart conversion rates. And in some cases, this is actually much, much higher for some brands we've done case studies with. We boost uh, their cart conversion rates by nearly 20%, and in some cases, a little bit higher than 20%. So just huge increases in cart conversion rates across the board that we are um, excited about, that our, that our, that our EcoCart community is really, really excited about. What is like the demographic of the people who normally like check out like sustainability products? Is it like the millennials? Is it the Gen Zs? Is it the boomers like or is it everybody that is looking for a more sustainable option yeah yeah so we are kind of in the midst of of really tar- figuring out who our who our direct icp is but we have some pretty good guesses and and um we're starting to see and through the data starting to come through the data and figure out who our actual icp is and what type of consumer is more likely to choose this at, at checkout really right now what we're seeing across the board across all of our 400 merchants is one in four shoppers who see this option at checkout click in. And so we're seeing a, an adoption rate of nearly 25%, which is really, really strong and such a great point of validation, especially considering comparing that type of uh, adoption rate across other options at checkout. It's 25%, one in four is really strong. So that's kind of what we're seeing uh, across the board. Um, that, of course, you know, leans in some, in, in some demographics and some certain like targets or, or demographic windows. We see that much stronger. Um, in you know, kind of geographically, but but also from an age perspective as well. Uh, a lot of our people who opt in are, are really, I mean, across the board. I mean, it's not just any one demographic. I mean, we really see this strongly adopted across, really across all ages, demographics, and and and, gen- and generations as well. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the old thing where you, and it still happens now, but like you go to a grocery store and they like put like oh do you want to donate to like this foundation? You're like, 
and then you kind of like, or do you want to round up? And you're like, do I want to be a good person or a bad person today? It kind of like has this like thing in your psychologically in your head. Like, I, just, I know it's not a bad person if I say no, but it's like, yeah. should I be doing that or should I do that? So like, I know like psychologically as a consumer, like why this would be beneficial. Like, I mean, for as a brand to like motivate consumers to buy, but also like, it's also like a good way to like help at the same time. So it's actually like psychologically for the good. And so like psychologically manipulative, which a lot of like people do in marketing, which I see a lot when people talk to me that I always like say, you can use like psychological cues to like help conversion rate. And people like say, so you're manipulating the customer. I'm like, no, like this is generally supposed to help. Like we just like want to, people want brands that are more sustainable now. So like we try to help solve that problem. So absolutely, yeah, that was a really good point. And, and to your, to your kind of grocery store uh, point, it's the beauty of EcoCard and really the power behind this is that we're calculating the specific carbon footprint of each order at the point of purchase. And so, you, you know, from, from a, from a customer's perspective, as they're going through their shopping journey, they get to see, this is my specific carbon footprint of my order. And, and here's exactly what I can do about it. I can net out my own individual carbon footprint versus just some more, much more arbitrary donation that you see elsewhere uh, across uh, grocery stores, but also even today in e-commerce. I mean, there's, there's some initiatives out there that are doing other things like, um, you know, just donation rounding up uh, at checkout, doing, doing just general donations. And we think that the ability to calculate the specific carbon footprint of an order and showing that to the consumer is a really powerful thing and really why we think we're seeing such high adoption rates across the board. I also think like as a, as a marketer, right? Like there's, well, there's two sides of the, the, the coin on this as a marketer and like a company, you now have like the ability to use this as like standing on like your, your values as a company. So like you can use it and be like, Hey, this is how much we saved in carbon footprint this year from our orders. Like, so you can use that as kind of like a social proof on your side. And then there's the other side of it as like a consumer sharing, like for me, like, Oh, look how much I say, like I'm doing good for the world. Like I've done this from all my purchases. I've, I've helped reduce my carbon footprint by X by doing this. So I, I see both of it, like where it's like, it's using like it's good for companies and marketing because you can have something to stand on where like a lot of companies like say like oh we're sustainable but they don't like have any data to prove it but now the companies have data to prove it yeah yeah absolutely and you hit it on another important value proposition to be part really is like in today's like market there's no easy way to even just programmatically calculate your own carbon emissions from your from your orders from your operations and and not only does EcoCart do, do that, I mean, not only do we offer your customer to do this at checkout, we even offer you as the brand to, to select, to pay for the offsets on behalf of your customers as well. And all of this is, is tracked in your EcoCart dashboard, which is you know, something that's from, from an impact perspective, something incredibly important and crucial to, to, the, to, to a kind of a marketing, uh, marketing journey. And from a marketing initiative perspective is being able to aggregate all of this data and showcase your impact to out, out to your community, right? You know, in digestible metrics, right through your EcoCart dashboard. That's a really powerful thing, and something that we provide as a kind of added benefit to using EcoCart. And EcoCart dashboard is is something in and of itself that just provides a ton of value for for brands. Just being able to 
calculate your own carbon footprint in, in a, such an easy, frictionless way. Whereas, you know, traditionally you had to go and you know, hire consultants to go and audit your, your business operations and your processes and, and go with a clipboard and try to figure out what that looks like. With EcoCart, we use a truly data science approach to, to aggregate, to calculate all of this information and, and aggregate into insights for you right, right there on your EcoCart dashboard. Besides like calculating their eco footprint, right? Like how could some brands like like reduce their footprint like like without like doing this? Because like obviously like they're helping save from this, but there's some things that they could do internally to like we're actually having sustainable products. Like our products don't cause this or whatever. Like if you get what I'm saying, like I think like it's cool that they can stand on their foot, but like and say like we're we're donating back, but also like there's the other side of it, like is your production line actually like doing for something sustainable? Like, so how could brands be more sustainable? Yeah. 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 So the first step, just kind of like back to probably all, all of our kindergarten teacher, right? Like the first step is to reduce and then reuse and then it's recycle. Right. So just like, just like that same parallel, it goes for, for this as well, which is the absolutely best thing to do is to limit your carbon emissions at the very top of the uh, top of the funnel, top of the stream. And so to do that, you know, it requires a lot of work, a lot of, a lot of expertise and resources. It should be endeavored to do across every brand, no matter the size, but something usually that only the, the, the most well-resourced companies can afford to do at, at a scale that that is effective. It's important for this to, to, to happen across the board, but again, realistically, this is only able to be done by, you know, well-resourced brands, right? And even regard, even you know, besides all of that, EcoCard is actually a great first step to get an understanding of what your carbon footprint is, and to root you in what the impact is that your brand is having. To to start those conversations and look to then make systematic change across supply chains and across all of your materials mixes and 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 everything that goes into 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 building and, and selling product. I think that's really the first step and something we recommend to all of our, all of our companies to do again, like the best thing to do is to just optimize from the very beginning. And, and EcoCard is a great kind of first step to get there. Yeah. You make actually make a great point because there's this famous like book called alchemy and the author Rory Sutherland always says like, try to look for like a 10 X, like psychological, like improvement before you make like, a 10x like improvement in like your product or something because for example like amazon for example right like they could probably make something more sustainable in their their product line or they could do a simple thing like make make the customer choose to put everything in one box and ship at a later date right which is like now reducing the number of boxes that they they ship in so you kind of like now are like okay like let's this like make the, the the change of where like okay like here's the data to support this before making that that change like okay we actually are our carbon footprint is actually this x big like we should actually start deciding to make the change because maybe like your carbon footprint isn't as big as you think it is by like what you're doing so it's, that's why i think like a product like this is good to like at least make like a 10x like shift without making a 10x shift in like 
like supply chain or like other side of the business. So that, that's like a cool thing that you guys are doing as well. Like it's like something that's innovative that could, it doesn't take as much scalability and work in the back end. Absolutely. Absolutely. What companies have you seen that are doing like the sustainability well? Like what companies should people look up to as great companies that do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, there's so many brands that we that we both we work with, and then even brands that are just kind of out out there that we don't work with yet that we are that we look up to and admire. I mean, I think you know, obviously, Patagonia is probably one of the the, the most top of mind brands that that is a kind of poster child for sustainability and, and how they think through creating creating products that last, creating products that people don't have to continue to buy over and over again, that have a like a lifetime warranty associated with them that source and and think through supply chain issues uh, in a very thoughtful way. I think that's, you know, there's really no better, no better and at scale too, which is really, really tough to do. So I think they're a fantastic uh, company to look up to, and you know a lot of our a lot of our customers too are, are brands that we work with, including APL, Adams. We work with so many Siete Foods and you know Dose of Colors and Detox Market, and and so many brands that we work with that are really just you know becoming a sustainable brand and delivering a sustainable shopping experience to their customers in such a you know seamless and convenient, cost-effective way. There's so many things to, to do out there and even brands like the Grove Collaborative, right? Like, uh, or, or Thrive Market even that are, that are doing so much of this work. That's incredibly important. And, and, um, and I think that, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a, a huge increased focus on this. It's great tailwinds for, for the industry as a whole and for the earth and for the world um, because, because everyone's thinking about it. So I think it's top of mind for everyone. I have an interesting question. Like what, for like the people listening, like what on average is like the footprint of like an average e-commerce order? And like, what is that compared to? Like, like what are like, what's actually happening? Like for like when someone buys a product, cause I don't think a lot of people know that. Like, I don't know, like when I purchase a product on Amazon today, like what my footprint is for buying that product. So what is like the average or give like a rough, like breakdown of what it is. Yeah, what we see, you know, from a from a carbon footprint perspective, we're seeing probably ninety five percent of the time that carbon footprint cost to just offset your order is somewhere between you know fifty cents and upwards of a dollar fifty, and so it's you know quite affordable from a from a customer's perspective. So that's what we're seeing, you know, and and, and there's so many ways to kind of slice this and. Um, and and think through like different digestible metrics to to explain this to consumers. And so there's you know there's ways that we're communicating this out to our consumer base, like at the point of purchase. So showing them what their carbon footprint is in in pounds of CO two, but also in like you know equivalent trees that are that are saved by using EcoCart and things like this that we're integrating that make it understandable, right? And so that's kind of really half the battle here is is giving a consumer and you hit the nail on the head, like it's a very important point here is around consumer education. You know, most consumers don't actually understand what their carbon footprint is or that their orders have a carbon footprint. And, you know, kind of being able to just communicate this to them at the point of purchase is a fantastic first step for the world because, you know, getting that consumer education is really the first step in in making systematic fundamental change in the world. Yeah, because I also think like if you want 
brands to make the change in the back end, you're going to have to have more consumers like wanting this to happen. Because I know like a lot of people, there's a lot of people who stand on and say like, yeah, I'm sustainable. Like I am this and I'm that, but like, then they'll go and purchase 20 things on Amazon and not think about that. So there's like, like these things like that happen. It's like the classic millennial, like, yeah, we're healthy, but you know, every millennial has been to McDonald's in the last three months. Like, like it, it happened. Like it's just like people, like they stand on like what they say, but they don't always have the actions behind it. So I think like having something for a brand to do, this is one, what you said, education and two, it's like, you can also, for someone who is actually like you passionate about like sustainability, like you can get brands to have educated consumers so more and more brands are on board or making their products and like helping offset this like huge carbon footprint that they bring to the earth. Exactly. Yep. How did you um, kick this off the ground? Like, how did you um, start like marketing this and like getting this in the hands of, I know you went to the conference and had like people ready, but like, how did it start like scaling from there? Like after you did that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. We've seen some pretty early success with this and a lot of demand. So that's been a great tailwind for us and it's been very helpful. You know, in addition to that, I mean, we do a lot of customer acquisition in terms of, you know, just kind of like a B2B sales approach. We have a lot of a pretty substantial cold email campaign that's going out and, and uh, you know, getting in front of people, getting in front of, of brands who we think would find EcoCart useful. But that only goes so far, right? And so we rely very heavily on um, an organic interest. We see a lot of, uh, of inbound interest for what for our solution today. And we see a lot of people that are reaching out to us, asking us, are they, cause they've seen EcoCart out in the wild. They see EcoCart at one of our, of our brands, whether it's APL or Adams or, you know, Siete Foods or the Little Market, Christy Don, they see EcoCart out there and they say, this is really cool. This is novel. I want to include this into our website, into our work. That's what we see a lot of inbound interest there, which is fantastic. So, so that's kind of how we're seeing it today. Of course, we do advertising campaigns as well. So across LinkedIn, Facebook, et cetera, we do a lot of campaign work in that top of the funnel acquisition as well. Yeah, that, that's, that's super awesome. And I also think that like what I want people to get out of this is like there are like little changes that could help boost like conversion in your marketing like play like and one of it is like like such a simple idea that you guys came up with it's so like powerful at the same time like is that like you could just like give the customer what they want which is like a more sustainable brand at like an easy way and it's at like the cost of purchase so like this can easily like something you can go out and test today to boost your conversion rate and it doesn't really cost the brand anything unless they want it to cost them something so that's like the cool part it's like all on like like we've talked about before like you go to the grocery store and they say like hey do you want me to donate to this foundation today or like this and you're like probably like 60 percent of the time you're just like yeah i will click that like i'll, I'll round up my purchase for this like organization because it's not that big of a deal but like at the but in the grand scheme of things, if a thousand people do that, like the effect is way bigger. So yeah. Where did like this passion for 
being sustainable come from? Like, where did you get like the inner passion to be like more sustainable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, you know, have always kind of had the entrepreneurial spirit, have always viewed entrepreneurship as a, as a very, in a very, you know, specific, strong way. I've always viewed entrepreneurship as just a great way to, to, to make fundamental change in the world. And, you know, probably how, probably it being the most effective way to make change in the world. And so that's kind of how I've always viewed entrepreneurship, you know, and that's kind of how all of my businesses that, you know, I've kind of, or projects or, or, or journeys that I've taken in the past have all been uh, kind of have that same fabric around how can we make the world a better place in, in one way or another. And with sustainability specifically, I mean, you know, climate change is, is the biggest threat humanity has ever faced like bar none. And, you know, that's something that, you know, kind of calls for radical solutions. And, you know, we think that we, you know, the best, the best way to get there is to just get everyone to make little changes that snowball into big impact. And that's what EcoCart is really all about. And so it's kind of, you know, how I've thought about entrepreneurship, how I've thought about sustainability and, and why marrying the two with this, with this, journey and this initiative and this experience is, is so important to, to me right now. What type of like brands like align with like sustainability more? Because like, obviously there's like, for example, I worked at Snack Nation and we, we had something that aligned to a cause, but the cause was like feeding America because we were a snack company. So aligned like to the mission of like, we want to like make healthy snacks, but also we're helping feed people at the same time. So like what type of brands like, I know every brand could probably be more sustainable, but like, what is like, like the key type brands that like align with this like mission? Yeah. Yeah. So we, when we, when we initially like started this journey, we thought that our core customer would be a brand that was inherently sustainable, like the Patagonians of the world or, or like, you know, the Grove collaboratives of the world. Realistically, it's actually much more mass market than that. And, you know, we see brands that are not at all inherently sustainable, loving our solution and, and reaching out to us and being some of the, you know, most interested brands that we see. Um, I mean, we see a lot of, we see from, from a categorical perspective, we see brands that are in apparel and fashion because that's, you know, a, a very carbon heavy type of category food and Bev as well. There's just so much repeat purchasing that goes on there that it's, it's important to think about the carbon footprint. We see a lot of kind of the outdoor space just because it's it, it's a it's a it's a type of category that aligns very well with this type of initiative. And this this, this demographic is perfect. You know, in the in the kind of athleisure space, uh, we see a lot uh, a lot of brands there that you know adhere pretty pretty closely to EcoCart's values and 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 love the EcoCart product. And where we see a lot of you know kind of shoppers, strong shopper adoptions really across across those categories. That's awesome. Yeah. I think like for me, like it opens my eyes to like that, the how big of an impact, like just buying things repeat. And like, I never really thought of it until like I heard like why Amazon is, and they don't even like promote it like that, but why they like have the option to put someone to put it in like one box, because I never thought about like all the like these boxes piling up at my house like how much like waste that is um so like it's kind of cool to like that 
you you're like at the forefront of like doing this what are like some things like you're looking to do with the eco card that are like that are bigger picture like i know there's this like but is there like a roadmap to like do more to be eco-friendly as in as a product or and stuff like that yeah there's a lot there's a lot that on our roadmap that we're thinking about um there's you know taking it a step further for brands that uh, enabling them to 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 offset more of their operations beyond just their e-commerce orders and we see a lot of demand for our from our customers that are asking us for this type of solution and we we help them out really because we um we've built this technology that can apply to many different types of of activities not just e-commerce and so really what we're, we're kind of, you know, heavily focused on, on offsetting the unavoidable carbon footprint of consumer activity as a whole. And that, you know, that can mean a lot of things, right? So we're helping businesses, we're helping consumers find and discover places to, to shop sustainably. Um, and so, you know, we developed a, a consumer product, a browser extension that works, you know, very similar to our, our, our core B2B product that enables a consumer to, to find places across the internet to shop online. This is something that we are heavily focused on from you know, building out this holistic consumer community. We think it's a really important part of this puzzle and this journey. And then you know, even beyond that, I mean, I think there's a lot that we're doing and we're thinking long-term about you know, what, what is the best way to enable both businesses and consumers to, pe- to be sus- truly sustainable beyond just offsetting the unavoidable carbon footprint it's you know how can we take this a step further and and so we're thinking about a lot of things down the road that kind of revolve around that and what are those projects that we're going to be supporting that and what what kind of good are they doing are they aren't they preventing carbon emissions from happening to, into the future are they are they are they regenerative or are they just you know something else that we're not we're not thinking about so there's a lot of things uh, across really across the board that we're that we're focused on as we scale and uh, and and move forward in our journey. That's awesome. I think one thing I also just picking up from what you guys are doing is that the social proof as, aspect of like what the brand you, it could do for the brand and obviously a company like what you're doing is like like the ability to share like from a consumer aspect like a lot of consumers want to share like, Oh, I just like bought this and I saved this much. I mean, not every consumer, but like giving the option to like be that word of mouth, like spreader in the community. I think like that's also something that brands are not noticing that it could not only bring customer attention, but also like referral and influence from the people who are buying this and making their order more sustainable so that's an awesome thing as well like that brands should consider is too is like people want to share when they do things good because inherently like as much as we hated people are selfish and they like sharing things that they do so um, you see it on instagram and everything all the time so this is one way that you can tap into like their selfish need to be more sustainable but also like share it with their friends that they are sustainable Yep, absolutely. And, you know, there's amazing, amazing things that happens when you win the hearts of consumers. And, you know, this is, this is a perfect example of that when, you know, we're seeing repeat purchases, we're seeing, you know, increased loyalty, we're seeing, you know, cart conversion increase, retention, just going through the roof because, you know, when you, when you win the hearts of consumers, just amazing things happen. Awesome. I want to leave this with you to see where people could find EcoCart and, 
how they can connect with you to talk more about just see what you're doing, like follow your journey, but also like if they want to talk more about how to be more sustainable as a brand, how could they reach out to you? Of course. I'm always, always uh, just an email away uh, at any point. My email is Dane, D-A-N-E at ecocart.io. And you can find information on right on our website about how to get started with Ecocart. We, uh, we've made it incredibly easy to kind of get set up within your, within your store and your brand by, you know, with just a few, a few clicks. So just go on over to our website, ecocart.io and, and you can get started there or you can email me and we can, uh, we can chat about and strategize about how we can, um, about how we can make your brand more, more sustainable and, and more, uh, more better for the planet. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. And this has been awesome and keep up the good work with keeping the world more eco-friendly. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate that.